Today's episode is brought to you by Batch Leads. Receive 5,000 property records for free. Go to batchleads.io forward slash Dave or use code Dave when signing up. For using this special offer, you will receive a seven-day free trial to check out the system for yourself. You will also receive 5,000 property records included for free. Within this system, you can skip trace your leads, stack your list, cold SMS your motivated seller leads, and send direct mail directly from the platform. So head on over to batchleads.io forward slash Dave or use code Dave at checkout to receive 5,000 free property records plus a seven-day free trial. Hey, hey, hey. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning. Mike, good morning. Morning, Dave. How are we? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I got, uh, I sent out a message last night about the Wholesaling Real Estate Show. And I basically just asked, and this is in conjunction with Discount Property Investor. This new show is actually going to be brought to you by Discount Property Investor. But I asked everybody to send me some feedback on what they wanted this show to be about and what we could talk about in these new episodes of the podcast. And I got a ton of feedback from everybody. I literally probably had 20 people send me a message uh, via text or email about topics they wanted Mike and I to talk about. So today we're going to jump in and talk about one of these topics. And one of the questions that really stuck out, which I think goes really well with the last episode of so you want to be a wholesaler, right, mm-hmm. is marketing strategy. In that last episode, we talked a lot about this is the marketing business. And if you want to get into wholesaling and do wholesaling and make money wholesaling deals, you have to understand that this isn't an investing business per se when it comes to wholesaling. This is a marketing business. So this episode is going to be about the marketing strategy or what strategy you should use because, again, this is the marketing business. You have to have a strategy. You have to be doing some sort of marketing if you want to get deals. And Dave, it's funny because this comes, I think, secondhand to you and I just because we've been doing this for so long. And um, yeah, it just it just is what this business is to us. It's become our primary focus is how we market and what marketing we're doing and what we're getting in place to generate more leads so that we can keep our business going. So the question being, uh, what is your marketing strategy or what should my marketing strategy be? Our message, I think, is pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Market. Do something. You have to do (laughs) marketing. Like, do something. The question to me just represents the the thought of, well, I need to figure out what the right thing to do is first before doing anything. It's It's that analysis paralysis of, I I don't, and again, that may not be where this person's coming from. So I do not know that, but it just feels like that to me. And the, and the answer is do some marketing. If it doesn't work, do some other marketing. If it doesn't work, do some other marketing and keep doing more and more marketing. Like that's the, that's the whole yeah. story there. It's, it's funny just, when people think like, oh, this business isn't working and then they stop marketing. It's like, that is the business is yeah. marketing. So well, it's hard. how are you going to imagine your business to grow if you stop doing 
the most essential thing that needs to be done. It's super hard, though, when you're starting because, and Dave, you've said this very well many times, is that marketing is an expense when you get started. Like it, yeah. It's an out-of-pocket expense. You are paying for the leads in either time or dollars. It is a real expense when you get started. Once you get rolling, it doesn't feel as expensive or it doesn't feel as much like an ex expense as it does an investment in your business because you're able to use those closed deals, that money that you made from the previous marketing, you're able to use that towards the next round of marketing. Yep. So it is, It I, I get it. it. It is an expense and it does cost and it does hurt when you have to write those checks, uh, come out of pocket investing in this new business of yours. Uh, but it is, it's super, super important to the success of this new endeavor. Uh, no matter what business you're in, you are in the business of marketing. Yeah, don't I, keep it a secret. I say it. It's super important. You have to market. Dave and I, we're in so many businesses and we tell you about it all hey the Hey guys, time. if you're watching this right now, uh, drop a comment with what kind of marketing you're doing right now. We're doing a live on this one as well. But um, yeah, I mean, if you are watching this and you don't know Mike and I, and you don't know that we buy houses for a living, something's seriously wrong. With our message. With our we're message. We're not doing it well enough. Right. And that's the point. Like, everybody knows that I buy houses. I'm posting it all over Facebook and Instagram and everywhere, right? Like, the places that people are going to look um, because that's my business. So keeping my business a secret will be like shooting myself in the foot. Don't keep your business a secret. Jordan says direct mail. Love it. So let's jump in to some um, of the types of marketing that we are doing. Now, again, just to recap, wholesaling real estate, if you're interested in that, is a marketing business. It's not an investing business. You are not an investor. Sorry to say you become an investor when you take some risk and you buy something to fix it up or you buy a property to rent out. That's when you become an investor. You are in the marketing business when you're wholesaling. But here's the beautiful thing about being in the marketing business versus being an investor. We can teach you how to do this and not need, not have a lot of money, basically. You don't have to buy deals to sell them. You use contracts to control them. And that's what is so amazing about wholesaling because I can go flip a house that costs 200 grand and literally have 10, 50, maybe $100 total invested in the deal but I'm controlling it with contracts and then I'm lining that up to close. So that's what's so amazing about wholesaling real estate. But again, this is a marketing business and you gotta have a marketing strategy. Jordan said direct mail and we love sending direct mail. I'm actually about to send about 2,500 pieces of mail uh, later this week to a lot of driving for dollars that I've done recently because you know those are some of the best leads. From our experience, Mike, those have been some of the biggest deals that we've done is from is from driving for dollars so yeah no when you generate your own list it's always big ones and i thought you were gonna say direct mail and in a roundabout way it absolutely is but when you generate your own list driving for dollars you find these properties that aren't out there necessarily on a bunch of lists you are one of the few people that is working that lead and that is just a huge advantage so then yeah it's how you go about contacting that person next uh, through multiple different ways. So you find this house, then you got to track down the owner through skip tracing, um, through either cold calling, cold texting, or direct mail, or knocking on the door, trying to find this person. You got to hunt them down. That's right. So guys, there's a lot of strategies. In fact, I have 50 different strategies pulled up in front of me right now. 
and I could run through these really quickly. Um, but before I do, I want to talk about what Mike and I are doing in our own business literally today, right? This week, like some of the marketing that we are doing. So um, we do a lot of driving for dollars, which helps build lists, right? Um, we also purchase lists. We use PropStream to purchase these lists, and we can teach you how to do that. I have a ton of videos on YouTube. I know Mike does as well about doing that, but we are either making our own lists or we're buying our lists, and that's it, right? Um, that would be one segment, and that's basically list-dependent type of marketing. We also do some non-list-dependent type of marketing, which would be some radio advertisements, um, we also occasionally will do some bandit signs, which mm -hmm. is non-list dependent marketing. Um, so radio and bandit signs, those are going out um, routinely. Basically, we're trying to put these out, these signs out monthly and or keep these ads playing on the radio. It's just a consistency thing. Let's shift back over to our list dependent marketing. We're driving for dollars and making our lists or we're buying those lists, right? From there, Mike, you had mentioned that we like to skip trace those lists, which basically just gives us a phone number and an email associated with the property owner. We can get the name of the owner uh, off the tax records, right? But when we skip trace it, it just pulls all that data in really quickly. And then we have a list of motivated sellers that we now have a phone number and an email. Well, when we get that phone number, we're gonna cold call those people. And we have some virtual assistants that help us do these day in and day out. Because consistency is the name of the game. Mm -hmm. Mike, you know this. Consistency is the name of the game. So if you don't have the time to do this, that's okay. You need to have somebody in line who does. Partner with somebody or hire somebody who does. We then, we then, so we skip trace. We cold call these individuals. We'll even cold text these individuals, right? Until we can get them on the phone. Occasionally, we'll even do email campaigns where we'll just start emailing people, see if they have this property, see if our information's right. And if they do if they want to sell that property. And what am I missing? Cold calling, cold texting, radio, bandit signs, direct mail. We do direct mail from time to time. Talking about our marketing? Our marketing. Yeah, yeah. that's we're really, not that's as really... consistent with our direct mail, but we do do direct mail. Yeah, I mean, I think that's really all we've got. This week. All we've got going right now. Right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not but that's doing not, a lot of... That's actually quite a bit, though, Mike. That's five or six things. Mm-hmm. And we teach people. And that's all we have going right now. Right. Five or six yeah. things. That's not all. I mean, that's a lot of well, that's, things. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a it's, lot. That's all. Right. I mean, again, it's not just one thing. You have to do two, Every three, day four. there's a cold cold caller hitting the phones. There's a cold texter texting people. Um, we're out driving for dollars or we're buying those lists. Our radio ads are playing on two stations twice a day. So that's four ads every day. That's driving phone calls to us. And then we do bandit sign campaigns and some direct mail as well. So that's that's what we do in our business. Now, if you are listening or you're watching this right now and you're like, holy cow, that's great. I, I need to start doing that. All of that. That's the wrong mindset. Start with something small. Pick one or two things that you want to do and start doing that. Because, again, this is the marketing game. So if you want to get in this game, you got to learn how to market. And what are we marketing for, Mike? Motivation. That's it. We're marketing for motivation. I mean, that's really as, as simple as it is. Uh, we're looking for people with houses that are motivated to sell them. So that motivation comes in a couple different forms, right, Dave? They're either motivated to sell because of a situation that they are in or a situation that the property's in. Yep. So it's either a distressed property or someone who has a property who basically needs money. Like they are distressed in some way. Mm -hmm. Um 
yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's, that's who really, we're looking for. That's really all there is to it, man. We're looking for somebody that's willing to trade their property for a discount in exchange for convenience. That's it. Wholesalers provide liquidity to the market. It's really all we do. So, you know, when you look at the big picture, if somebody's willing to give me a great deal on a piece of property, I'm going to go above and beyond to make their life so incredibly easy, right? I'm going to I'm going to go to them as needed. I'm going to not require a ton of time to close that deal. I'm going to do it fast. I'm going to pay cash so I don't have all these contingencies or waiting on the bank to make up their mind on what the hell is going on. So cash, time, quickness, and as is are going to be basically my three pieces of convenience. That's it, right? I'm going to go quick. I'm going to pay cash. And I'm going to uh, make it really, really easy for you. So when we buy houses from people most of the time, we say you don't need to clean it, you don't need to fix it, you don't need to update it. Hell, in fact, if you want to walk away from it in its current condition with all this shit inside of it, you can. No problem. It is. It's, we'll buy it like that. It kind of, I mean, again, I, I hate to use that terminology, but it is the ugly house business. Like, we are buying houses that need work. Most of the 90% time. 90% of the time. 90%, right. We're buying houses that aren't perfect, aren't moving ready. But that's what we want. That looks like money to me. That smells like money to me. When the house is gross and stinks... That's money right there. That That is an opportunity uh, for you to come in and help this person out of a situation. That's, it. That's exactly right, guys. So we're in the marketing business. We've established that. Have a marketing strategy. What does that mean? Just do something. Pick one thing. Start with that. Get good at it. You don't need to have five or eight things going. You don't need to be spending eight to ten grand a month on your marketing. Start with something small. Ideally, one to two thousand dollars, though, you're going to need to spend um, or time. It's one or the other. You're either going to spend money to get your phone to ring or you're going to have to put in a lot of time to get to ring other people's phones via calling and texting, right? Or go hang in bandit signs or whatever that might be to, to get in touch with other people. It's really that simple, though. You're calling them or they're calling you, period, right? So the marketing strategy is just pick one little thing, start doing it, get good at it. Eventually, you can go to the second thing. And you can outsource the first one or you can just do both. Dave, I think you're skipping over something that's really, really important. You're saying it, but not directly. Let's hear it. And what you're saying is pick one thing and do it, but do it consistently. Yeah, that's you it. have to do it over and over and over and over and over again. If you go out and you make 100 cold calls and you get told 100 times no on day one, and then you don't go back and do it again next week. Or you don't go back. That guy just keeps bobbling all over the place, man. He's staring at us because we keep bumping this table <laughs> like we like to do. If you if you do that and you do not go back next week and call another 100 and the next week and call another 100, you're not going to get that one person that says, hey, I, uh, I actually do need your help. Uh, my house is falling apart and I can't afford to pay the taxes this year. I'm going to lose it to auction. So, again, you're not going to find that person. These people don't put their hands up typically. They're not the, the people that say, hey, help me, help me. Hey, Dave, I don't know you from Adam, like walking by on the street. Can you buy my house? Nobody's going to do that. You have to find them. So, again, you have to consistently take action with your marketing. So that, to me, is what your marketing plan is. It's to do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again until you get it to work. That's how you become good at it, like Dave was saying. That's how you get good at it, right? That's how you master that marketing method. Mm -hmm. And guess what? All these ways that we mentioned in our course, we'll have the link below, they all work. 
It's just a matter of whether or not you get that method to work. So we had uh, Jordan uh, mentioned before that he does direct mail, and direct mail is working for him. That's awesome. Guess what? Direct mail works for us too. Mm -hmm. We do a little bit of it. It's a good point. Everything works. So again, everything works. It's just how it works and what is effective you know, today, what's working best today, um, what's going to keep working. You know, Again, it's, it's whatever method you're able to implement and keep doing over and over and over and get working. That's yeah. what's going to work. So I was eating breakfast with the wife this morning. Mm -hmm. And on the television, there's a We Buy Ugly Houses commercial. It's the Home and Home Investors guys. Mm -hmm. And you guys have seen their billboards everywhere, right? Little There's caveman. No, there is no possible way that you have not <laughs> seen those people's marketing, right? And they're in the same business that we're in. They have chose to go with billboards and television. They also do some direct mail from time to time, right? So that's the thing. They're getting people to call them. And if it works and they can make a win-win, then a deal gets done, right? So that's really it. There's lots of ways they've chose, chosen television and billboards. Mike and I have chosen what we've just explained to you. Um, but we have a whole list of other things that we can do to find motivated sellers. So I'm going to run through this list. Go ahead. Let me talk real quick about Please. Homevestors too, guys. You want to talk about putting your marketing methods on autopilot? That's essentially what that company does for people. That's a Great. franchise opportunity. People buy into that. Yeah, no, you don't have to do a ton of cold calling or cold texting because they're spending a lot of money to get their phone ringing. But right. you're so right. that would be one way to do marketing too. Right. Again, buy it. Is buy into it. Pay for marketing. So then we've got tons of ways you can do marketing yourself if you don't have the, and I don't know what the franchise is now, uh, or even if they have opportunities in your market. But again, if you don't have the 5000 a month to commit, Guess what? That's or, all right. Or, or twenty, or ten, or twenty, yeah. whatever it is. Again, I'm not sure what they what they uh, depends how it works currently. Yep. Mm -hmm. But we've got tons of ways to do it, and there are tons of ways to do it. You've got tons of ways to do it. So, Dave, you want to uh, chat about a couple? Yeah, of absolutely. Those? So, sure. you know, um, friends and family, I think is the first way to go about. You know, you spread your message, spread your, let everybody know what you do. Right? I mean, I get referrals. Mike gets referrals at least once a month from somebody that's a friend of a friend of a friend, right? Of, that has a property that they're selling, their grandma's moving into a nursing home. Um, it's a second home or a rental property that's been neglected for five to 10 years. And, you know, a lot of times people are embarrassed to go list these properties. Not necessarily embarrassed, but, you know, it's one of these things where it's not gonna sell on the listed market on the, on the MLS. They're gonna need to do some updates to get top dollar. It's going to take a long time, and really, they're just motivated to just be done with it, and they're willing to take a take a, a discounted offer in exchange for a shit ton of convenience, which is what we offer, which is awesome. So, friends and family, I would say, is the first place to start. That's free. That just takes a little bit of time. I do it every day, all day, by just posting on Instagram and Facebook that I'm buying houses. Send me your leads, right? So that's one easy way. Another easy way is to find wholesalers, right? Like Mike and I. If you want to be a wholesaler, great. But some people may be watching this right now that don't want to do the marketing, right? They don't want to do the marketing. They just want to buy flips. They just want to buy rentals. And they'd, and they'd rather be they're okay paying that wholesale fee and they'd rather just do it. So find all the wholesalers in your area. Heck, we do it. We do We it. buy from other wholesalers all the time. Yeah, we do. We right. buy from the MLS. We buy from wholesalers and wholesale. Exactly. <laughs> we buy, come across our desk. They we look buy great. from the so, MLS too, because again, right. if you're not trying to wholesale it, you can buy at a good price and it still makes sense. Mm -hmm. So again, wholesaling, you're just trying to buy at an even better price. So it's very, very important to get direct to that seller. Love it. Love it. So that's wholesalers. Next would be bird dogs, guys. This is just people 
that, again, this is just acquaintances, right? Um, we have a ton of bird dogs, which basically is a lot of agents, friends, family. People know that if they bring me a deal, I'm typically going to pay them between $500 and $2,000 for just introducing me to that individual. I love paying people for leads because they bring more leads. It reciprocates, right? So if you know a lot of real estate agents, start talking to them. Tell them, hey, bring me a deal. I'll pay you. If you you know have people that are in uh, a trade, for, for example, like let's say you know some contractors, talk to those people. Turn them into bird dogs. Tell them, hey, I'm looking for good deals. When you're out giving bids on, on properties, I went floating this weekend with uh, my buddy Eric, and he sells commercial blinds, not commercial, residential blinds, but mm -hmm. on a big scale, right? And I was like, man, how often are you going into houses where people are putting blinds in to sell it? And he was like, all the time. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, hey, not that I want you to not sell them blinds, but if they don't like your quote because it's going to be too high, let them let me have that contact. I'll call them. They don't have to spend another dollar and we can go buy that property, right? So turn everybody you know into a, into a bird dog. I love that. Um, let's see here. Host your own meetup groups, another one, right? Go to go to real estate groups, go to RIAs, and meet other people. Again, this is just a networking thing. If there's not one in your area, host your own. Uh, property management companies. Mike, this is the first couple deals that I did five, six years ago when I went full-time in this business. Mm -hmm. We're networking with property management companies. I called all the ones around in my area, and I said, hey, I'm Dave. I own some properties. I may want to have you rent these out, but I'm looking to buy more. And how easy would it be if you had a, a client or a customer that was that you're already managing it for, right? And they wanted to sell, you can sell it to me and I'll keep you as the manager, assuming I keep it, but I would typically wholesale them, right? But just talking to these people, call them, reach out. Property management companies are already dealing with properties. And of course, sometimes from time to time, you got really bad tenants in a property and they destroy it. And the owner may or may not want to do the repairs, right? Another thing that's on in line with property management companies is title companies. I mean, this doesn't cost a thing to, to, to network with a property management company or a title company. This is free. Yeah, we've so our title company is title, once a month. Title experts, yeah. Once a month, I, we get a lead. Dave's or a really deal. really good at that. Is talking to him, saying, "Hey, I, uh, you know, if any of your deals don't close for whatever reason or fall apart, let me know. I'll I'll buy it." I get a I get a call or a text from a title company probably once a month. And they just say, hey, we had a property that was at the closing table today. The buyer didn't show up because of something. And the seller's motivated. And I'll typically say, what was the price? And are they willing to take a little less than that? And oftentimes they are, just to get it what? done. They, in their mind, it was sold. It was closed, right? So if they're going to sell that property for sixty-five grand, right? And I can say, well, I'll give you fifty-five, but I didn't even want this property. I just, I don't need it. But I'd be willing to buy it well, at what's 50 so cents neat, on the dollar. What's so neat, you think about the mindset. This person was planning on getting this property sold off the books, planning on canceling all the utilities. They've probably made all these calls to the insurance agent saying, hey, we cancel insurance. Hopefully getting a little money back. Exactly. They're planning on getting some money out of it. And then all of a sudden, that doesn't happen. Mm. So then Dave steps in. The title company says, hey, I got a guy who might be able to buy it. Dave steps in and says, okay, you were selling it for 65. I see that. I see the address. Could you take 50 grand for it mm. and I'll close it in two or three days? Like how huge is that? How helpful is that? Now they're bummed because again, there's maybe a little bit less money in their pocket, but how huge is it that they don't have to go through that whole process again? I mean, you're talking about, uh, it's probably been under contract for weeks. 
mm-hmm. because a title company has to do all the research on it. Uh, they have to set all these things up. They have to research the seller, make sure there's no additional liens, all sorts of things. Dave's able to step in and buy it. Like that is a huge service to these people. Uh, so very, very cool way to get leads. Uh, you have to be able to act quickly, typically on those. But again, we're, we're able to buy properties. Like you said, probably yeah. once a month he gets the lead. We're able to buy those, you know, 50% of the time yeah. uh, at even a more of a discount. So obviously then we're going to go do our due diligence, figure out this deal, yada, yada, yada. But again, it's a great way to market. Dave, are you wanting to go through all these? Or yeah, let's wanna... go fast. I mean, okay, essentially, cool. so like hard money lenders, another person that's in the business, they're dealing with properties, property, they may be willing to lend on a property and then they get to the closing table when something falls apart. The, the buyer can't get approved, but you have a deal now, right? Mm-hmm. So we get deals from hard money lenders. I got one sent to me over the weekend from a good buddy of mine. Um, professional services, right? Tradesmen, inspectors, restoration companies. I mean, all these different people that are in the field essentially turn them into bird dogs, right? Um, door knocking and post-it notes. If I'm out looking at a property or two and I drive by a really, really bad one, I'm going to take notes on it and send it back to my team to, you know, to skip trace that property owner and call them. But I may also pull over and leave a little hanging note on the doorknob or even a post-it note saying, hey, I want to buy your house. Call me. I mean, literally, we get deals from that. Uh, direct mail, that's very targeted. You have also have every door direct mail, mm-hmm. right? So direct mail, you have to have your own list. And then you send mail. It's very simple. Every door direct is a USPS service that says, hey, pick a mail route. So you can actually find certain neighborhoods. And everybody on that entire route will get a postcard or a letter or whatever you want to add. It's a little cheaper do that however you're limited to a mail route so there may be parts of that route you don't really like bandit signs we mentioned bandit sign on wheels another great marketing approach right put the the stickers on the back of your car windows or other Mm -hmm. people's yard signs at your own properties if you have a property under contract put a for sale sign in it or say or a we buy houses sign in it next to the for sale sign get more leads from people from those signs in those yards. We, we gotta start doing that again. I know. We do we used to do it on every single one of our properties. We just you get lazy and you forget these things. Cold calling and dollars, we mentioned that. Joint venture and investor partnering. I'd say twenty percent of our deals are joint ventures with other wholesalers or other investors. You know, somebody may not be able to have a buyer for a deal. We have it or vice versa. We come together, we get deals done that way. We mentioned RIA clubs, we mentioned mass media, which was television, radio. Uh, billboards for the most part, uh, buses and bus stops and benches is another form. You guys have all seen these. Every bus stop, every bench, it has an advertisement on it. All right. Great place to put a sign. It's basically a bandit sign, but it's paid and it's not going away. Right. Uh, probate attorneys, divorce attorneys, eviction attorneys. Guys, if you are not, if light bulbs are not just opening up and going off in your head right now, this is crazy. So we get deals from probate attorneys, divorce attorneys, eviction attorneys, even estate sales, right? Network with these people. Mike and I have done mailers in the past to divorce attorneys, specifically with a list of houses on them and say, if any of these clients of yours are interested in selling, we can make it really easy. Like we can give them money in two weeks, right? Same thing with divorce, probate, all the above, contacting the actual attorney it's just one approach. You can also contact the seller directly, but often when you go through the attorney, it doesn't look weird like you're trying to go through them. They can just basically get a referral and get paid. It's a win-win. Uh, state sales I mentioned, HOA, Neighborhood Associations, right? This is a great place. There's a lot of places where the HOAs um, aren't being collected. 
So you can contact those HOAs and you can say, hey, who owes you two, three, four, five grand for the last four years of not paying HOAs? You know, let me contact that individual or put me in contact. I can help you get caught up on these HOAs by buying this property and create a, a win for everybody. So many things. Uh, bank take back. So REOs, local business advertising. That'd be something like on a shopping cart at your local grocery store. You got the money mailers and the coupon books. Um, you have overlooked properties that fall out of contract. That could be your own or that could be other properties that you get from title companies, right? I'm flying here. You got the Facebook marketplace. You can find deals there. You got Craigslist. Um, you have mass text blasting and voicemail drops to expired listings. These are people that want to sell their property already, but for whatever reason, it didn't sell. Maybe they're asking too much or it needs too many repairs. Doesn't matter. Contact these people, right? Expired listings is huge. Ex Christmas, send a Christmas card to everybody you know, your entire contact list. That just says, again, I buy houses, guys. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. You know anybody that's looking to sell? Call your boy, right? Very simple. Um, social media bots. I've done some of that. Retargeting campaigns. Pay-per-click. Website SEO, right? These are all things that are more um, online. They're going to take time and or money to pay somebody to do these things. They may be a little slower. Pay-per-click, not so much, but SEO. Um, however, these things are going to pay dividends in the future, big time, right? You can do YouTube commercials to drive traffic to a landing page. Um, you can Google search for open record requests, right? This would be uh, requests of properties that are open that, you know, haven't closed. There's tax auctions. There's pre and post tax auctions. And then there's the foreclosure auctions. So there's three different types of auctions right here that you can go. You can, you can figure out how they do it in your local county or city, and you can come up with a strategy to start bidding on these properties, and you can win them at those auctions, right? You can start marketing to the pre-foreclosure lists. These are ones that are a couple months back on their payments, but they haven't actually been foreclosed on yet. The bank's basically warning them, though, catch up when we're going to foreclose on you. And Mike and I have gotten tons of deals this way from people that say, I got 30 days, 60 days to pay the mortgage or I'm going to get foreclosed on. And we go in and we say, well, you got 40 grand worth of equity. So why don't you keep 20 of it, but give us 20 to get a discount on the property. And you can walk with 20 grand versus zero grand when the bank takes the property from you. Great ways to go about marketing, guys. Automated triggers. This is like IFTTT. T, T? How many T's does it have? And this is basically things that you can set up to ping you when somebody makes a Craigslist ad, um, even a Facebook ad for a particular property in particular zip code. That's a whole rabbit hole within itself, but it works. We've gotten lots of leads and deals that way. You have Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, um, groups on any social media platform that, you know, like the buy, sell trades. Those are my favorites. Go in there and just say, hey, Kirkwood, hey, Webster, you know, I'm an investor looking to buy a house. You know, is anybody wanting to buy, sell, trade a house? Mm -hmm. You know, you get leads that way, right? Uh, we mentioned the professional services of tradesmen, inspectors, restoration companies. I mean, I've basically given you guys about 60, maybe 70 different ways to go about marketing. And I'm going to interrupt. I need to Dave. take a breath. Yeah, stop. Woo. Too much, Dave. Woo. So overall, the question that we're really trying to answer, though, is... Uh, the marketing strategy, or what is a good marketing strategy? We said it at the beginning. I'll say it again. It's pick one of these ways that Dave talked about. Pick two or three of them, actually, because some of them are, are relatively simple. 
Um, so pick a couple of them and go back and do them over and over and over again. Yeah. Just they all work. Implement the strategy. There's not really a pick better one. marketing strategy. I mean, here's the thing. Some of them are going to require zero time and 100% money. Others are going to require 100% time and, and no money. Most are going to fall in the middle where they're going to require some money and some time. So depending on how much time and or money you have, you can then pick what marketing method you want. And I think the main point to wrap this entire episode up is don't overcomplicate it. They all work. Just pick one. Start doing it. Don't worry about, well, how do I make the offers or how do I estimate the repairs? You can learn all that as you go, and we're going to be here to teach you. That's one of the sayings that I like, too, is like money finds good deals. So what does that mean? It means if you go out there and you find you start marketing and you find a good deal, money will find you. You will find a way to get that deal closed and to make money on it. Get out there, start marketing. I love it. That's it, guys. Just get out there, start marketing, pick one of these, and just do that. And that's it. That's the marketing strategy when it comes to wholesaling real estate. Thanks for listening. Signing off.